Trying to live my life Cause I can't stop the wall The shelter homeless Feed the poor Good afternoon This is Evelyn Swingle And welcome to Focus on the Past Good afternoon This is Evelyn Pringle Welcome to Focus on the Facts My co-host today is investigative journalist Patricia Negron She's my partner in crime And taking down the global pedophile network and our guest today is investigative journalist Timothy Holmseth. He's going to describe his in-depth research into the child sex trafficking rings that operate throughout the United States. Tim will also discuss Vice President Michael Pence and his research into the involvement of Pence in a child trafficking and child pornography rings in Indiana while he was governor of that state. Tim reports that through his years of research, he's found Indiana to be a deep state stronghold for satanic ritual abuse rings and a multi-layered child trafficking and baby farm sales to the CIA, FBI, and other government-related agencies. He recently sent a letter to Attorney General Jeff Sessions reporting the evidence he's found in his investigation of the child trafficking rings. So Tim's been researching the global trafficking rings for many years. And his research is so complex that we need to hear the details from him. So I'll bring Trish and Tim on now, and we'll get to the latest details on Tim's investigation. Welcome to the show, Trish and Tim. Hi, Evelyn. Thank you. Thank Very nice you. to be here. Hi, Tim. How are you? Very good. Very good. I know I listened to um, the interview that, that you had uh, po- that I posted on my Facebook page today, and Boy, you, you you do a very good uh, way of just telling the story that you have. Do you want do you want to do that, Tim? Do you just want to start out and and just tell it from the start? Sure, we can do that. You want me to kind of start from the beginning and kind of give you the basic information of how I got involved in all this craziness? <laughs> yeah, Trish, does that sound good to you? Yeah, I think that's an excellent place to start. Boy, he sure got years of research, I'll tell you. So go ahead, Tim. Go ahead, and we'll give you the floor. All right. Well, um, my my background is was actually I was a government news reporter for many years. And uh, in 2009, um, I began to uh, – well, actually, I began receiving a lot of phone calls from um, – Key figures in a kidnapping case down in Florida was uh, regarding a little girl named Haley Cummings, and that case was pretty much connected at the hip with the Casey Anthony trial, and that little girl, Haley Anthony. And um, these key figures in that case were telephoning me, and they were calling me, and they were giving me information. And the long and short of it is, is what I what I quickly found out was um, members of this group were identifying themselves as federal agents. FBI agents, CIA agents, and uh, I, I quickly reported uh, much of what I knew to law enforcement, and um, the FBI then quickly began using my information trying to find this little girl, uh, Haley Cummings, and then soon thereafter, um, I was formally interviewed by the FBI at the federal courthouse in Grand Forks, North Dakota. Uh, I'm actually from East Grand Forks, Minnesota, it's a river city. And uh, so 
And from there, um, you know, in the beginning, I just thought that I was doing interviews and writing a story about a, a kidnapping. But as I continued to be given information, what I realized was I was actually interviewing an operative of a child sex trafficking and pornography ring that was actually international. And um, I received a lot of my information from a national profile advocate named Wei Ann Kruger. And she was the, um, she was the, you know, the protege. And at that time, she's actually the client of attorney Gloria Allred. And all of these interviews that I did, by the way, were recorded. So I have all this on tape. And you can go to my website, writeintoaction.com, and you can hear a lot of this. So, yeah, I think that those probably um, the listeners that heard of Gloria Allred, you know, her name's out there, big dad attorney. Yeah, Gloria Allred, um, she's no good. She's got no. a, she's she's got a nose in everything that's no good. And it's, uh, I don't know. I know recently she targeted President Trump uh, with right. some, you know, one of the latest sex things that they. This is it. <laughs> I don't want to get too far afield on that, but uh, right. the, it, there was a. This actually went all the way up. The people that I was involved with um, were connected to um, uh, the infamous Ponzi schemer in Florida named Scott W. Rothstein. He was an attorney, and he was taken down in a racketeering investigation um, for. A, oh, I'm sorry about that. My other phone's ringing. You know, $1.4 billion Ponzi scheme that Scott Rothstein was running. Just one second, because I know my my answering machine is going to... Okay. <laughs> I know it's going to kick on, so... Sure. Um, it's the Scott Rothstein, uh, his racketeer... Uh, the racketeering scheme that he was running... Was my dad calling me to tell me he loved me? That's nice. Um, That's nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's going to be surprised to find out that he was just on the radio. <laughs> right. Um, right. So this guy did with Jeffrey Epstein, right? This Ponzi scheme. Yeah, Scott Rothstein ran the largest Ponzi scheme in the history of the state of Florida. It was 1.4 billion dollars. He's in federal prison now, but his Ponzi scheme. Uh, part of it involved um, a convicted sex offender named Jeffrey Epstein. And at that point, probably everybody's starting to recognize the name. Right. Jeffrey Epstein is the one who ran, who, you know, who flew those elites to what they call pedophile island, where they're, um, well, let's face it, they're raping and murdering children on that island. So um, that's how high up this went. And then ultimately... There's evidence that shows that I have, and you can find this on my on my videos on, on YouTube. This actually went up to uh, Barack Obama, our traitor president, fake president. He uh, it went all the way up to the White House. Really? Yeah. Well, well, well we, we we knew that. I mean, because I mean, when you look at Jeffrey Epstein, when that housekeeper had stole his little black book, when you put that little black book out there, you see. All the world leaders and all the officials and all the CEOs and stuff that have been compromised down on his island and in that plane. That's he's got exactly the whole world blackmailed. Right. Mm-hmm. Go on, go on. Did you, 
Go ahead, Trish. Did you see that the um, that Daniel Pye was convicted of child sex trafficking? He's from Arkansas and got 40 years. And I wondered if that was a name that was familiar to you, Timothy. What um, was the name again, Trish? Daniel Pye, P-Y-E. He was down in Haiti, right? Yeah, but he I don't was think that name's in, not ringing um, a bell with me. But I mean, I imagine that there's so many of them that, as you know, as these um, trafficking rings begin to unravel, I think the world is going to be in shock at how prevalent it is. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You know, I've said that on this show many times, and I've said, you know, I've sat here and I have called Hillary a pedophile. I've called Podesta a pedophile. I've called, you know, I don't know, countless officials pedophiles. And I said to people, do you think that I could really sit here for two years on this radio show and call them out by name and say these, they're committing the most criminal, horrible crimes on earth against children? Do you think one of these people wouldn't have sued me? If this wasn't true, for two years I've been saying this? Right. Right. In fact, that's been the same circumstance for me. This began for me some eight years ago, and the shadow government came after me with everything it had. But they never came after me with a straight-up legitimate civil lawsuit. You know, nobody ever said I was lying. What they did do was they used shadow government courts in the state of Florida where they would go in and they would file against me in these state courts in in domestic violence courts. And and I would be I would I would be served papers by the Polk County Sheriff's Office in Minnesota, where I'm at, and they'd say, you know, you're being accused of X Y Z in a domestic violence court in Florida by an attorney that I interviewed but never met in my life. And right. that judge in Florida, and his name is Michael Kaplan, and I don't know that, that he could be anything other than a shadow government judge because he granted an order that ordered that I remove everything that I had written about this attorney, even though I had never met her, and she granted all these recorded interviews with me. She sent me tons of emails. She uh, And the emails, by the way, were CC'd to Rothstein, Rosenfeld, and Adler. That's the Scott really? Rothstein I was telling you about. Right. And so anyway, they, they've done that to me three times in the state of Florida. People that I've never met, they go in and they file things in domestic violence court. I mean, they, those, those petitions should be just thrown out by the judge instantly. So, you know what right. I mean? It's ridiculous. I'm in Minnesota. Right. Tell, tell the listeners the different things that they have done to you. Because we talk about this. Trish and I talk about this all the time, how they, they try to just destroy any whistleblowers and any truth tellers, about, especially when they get close to this child trafficking ring. Yeah. Um, I can tell what you all they have done to you. What their their strategy is is they they try to identify the most the, the most dearest things to you. Now in my case that's my children. So right. They they immediately identified my children and they went after my children. Um I'm not going to go into a lot of that because we've worked through that in some, in the courts up here. 
I was recently um, completely exonerated by a Minnesota judge who recognized, who received and recognized in a formal order on December 13, 2017, that I actually turned over um, audio evidence that revealed that they were running, a, uh, the CIA and FBI were running a child trafficking operation, and it was international selling babies to the U.S. Embassy. So, um, you know, when so you say that, that, selling babies to the U.S. Embassy, yeah. what U.S. Embassy are you talking about? Yeah. Um, For I'm, different countries? I'm not sure exactly which embassy, because when Wayne explained it to me, she just explained that that's how they do it. She, sure. said, she explained to me that they use dossiers and fake medical documents to, mm -hmm. to get the children through the embassy, she said. You now, get diplomatic, they can Belgium. take them on the plane with, under diplomatic cover. That's how they get them through, I bet. Okay. Because especially if you're flying on a private plane, you don't go through any security. So for all of the, you know, billionaire Saudis or whomever that are coming in, they would be on private planes. And so they could bring as many children as they wanted with them. Right. What was Mike Pence's role? Like, can you tell us, specific, like, all the specifics about what you know regarding Mike Pence? Mike Pence, yeah. Um, my uh, knowledge of Mike Pence, much of it is actually just simply his case. Because when the shadow government operatives targeted me, I learned that there was a private corporation that seemed to be running the whole thing. And it's a company called Specialized Investigative Consultants Incorporated. It's, uh, it's out of Mishawaka, Indiana. And the president of it, his name is Tina Church. And... Tina Church would call me and during the many calls and threats that she made to me, she'd always boast that her son was, uh, well, she suggested he was higher than the FBI, but I, I learned that he was a, um, he's a high-ranking officer in the United States Air Force. So this was all being staged out of the state of, uh, out of the state of Indiana. And I filed a formal complaint against Tina Church for what she was doing. And I mean, she, I mean, I had her dead the right to have her on tape. The things that she was doing were, you, know, you can also find that on my YouTube. Uh, she's, you, I won't go off into those details, but nothing was done to her. Just absolutely nothing. And there's no way that, that Mike Pence did not, I mean, he's the governor of the state. There's no way that he didn't know what was going on. Now, I also have, um, other sources that have contacted me regarding Mike Pence and pretty much the prevailing wisdom about Mike Pence is that he is a serial pedophile and he's dedicated of murdering children. You know, what would have been his role then as governor, do you think? He, would it, would if, you know, would he have had to be actively involved in order for this to take place? Is that how the network was set up, or could he just be complicit? And you know, I mean, or he—you would think he'd have to be blocking and tackling to protect the network, right? Yeah. Well, my my understanding is at 
at the point that our government has gotten with the Luciferian underground, you you cannot even rise to high levels in our government anymore unless right. you're already compromised. Right. And Mike Pence, a, a lot of people um, who love Donald Trump believe that, you know, Mike Pence must be good because Trump is good. And I don't believe that at all. I do believe Trump is good. But I don't do believe what Mike Pence is. And my personal thought on that is I just think that Donald Trump knew how to win. And I think he knows who Mike Pence is. I believe Mike, my understanding is Mike Pence is on the pedophile list. But Mike Pence was so embedded into the uh, underground that I believe he helped get Donald Trump into the White House. And I, I believe Mike Pence is on the way out. I, I don't think he's going I to remain Donald right. Trump. I agree. I think he's on his way out, too. I think that's what this whole move with Trey Gowdy is about. Do you? I think they're connected, yes. Trish, what do you think about what happened with Trey Gowdy? At first, I was I thought he was sort of running from controversy, given that his net worth has mushroomed from you know like 150,000 to several million um, in just a short period of time. But then I'm starting now, how to did that see a happen, lot of. You know? Pardon? How did that happen? Do you know? Yeah, the, uh, I don't know. I I think some opportune investment, possibly, but that's the way. There's like insider trading is rampant among Congress, so um, that could have been what it was. But there's something I'm seeing word that Paul Ryan is leaving. Trey Gowdy is going to be assuming that, and their Pence is on his way out, and then Trey Gowdy would then be. Um, vice president, if I really? have it correctly. Oh, wow. I was thinking he was going to be appointed a prosecutor or something. You think he might be vice president? Wow. I don't know. That's just sort of what I'm hearing. I, I it's, it's very early, and those are just sort of the first murmurings, but I'm right. not sure. Um, what are are you hearing anything, Timothy? What is your uh, the basis for your... I I actually have heard the same scuttlebutt that you did about Trey Gowdy. And, you know, when I think about that, how brilliant could that be? Because if they put Trey Gowdy in as the vice president, even if they kill Donald Trump, then Trey Gowdy would be the president. And Trey Gowdy would pick up right where Trump left off. Well, yeah. yeah. Let's, well, let's... and the other thing, though, I mean, I don't know. We've been following this Trump, uh, the child trafficking stuff for a long time, and I have to say, I've never seen any credible evidence that Donald Trump is involved, and he he speaks at length about combating it. And like I mentioned, that um, recent uh, uh, conviction by the Department of Justice of Daniel Pye, and then, um, you know, the recent executive order that froze the assets of those individuals um, guilty of human rights abuses. I don't know if you saw that, Timothy. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm familiar with, uh, actually, President Trump issued two executive orders that targeted, you know, that type of, that area. And I, 
See, I, I believe the same thing. There is no way. Donald Trump is not a pedophile, and he's simply not. And and if he was, he wouldn't be where he is right now because they would have already buried him with the information. So Yeah, that's has, what I mean. targeted those out. networks. There's no way he, it would not have come out And he has now. taken those networks down. Oh, well, you know, and that's what I said. The mainstream media is not giving those executive orders and stuff enough credit at all because – you know, I was watching a video, and I won't even remember who it was yesterday, but explaining how how many pedophiles in, in stuff have been taken down since Trump went into office. You know, yeah. thousands. You know, the low-lying yeah. fruit. But the high-lying fruit, they haven't taken down yet, but I'm convinced they are going to. And But the mainstream well, the, media not covering this is yeah. atrocious. Well, that's why this hysteria with the with that, I mean... Donald Trump did not call Haiti a shithole. That was entirely fabricated. But that's how desperate they are. That's when this conviction came down. And then also, I don't know if you saw the unsealing of um, some indictments against, um, who was it? He was somebody involved in your, Mark Lambert, who was involved in Uranium One. And you hear my phone ringing now? Pardon? You hear my phone ringing now? No. Or can I just hear it? Go ahead. I'm not answering it. Go ahead. So, um, so these two, the conviction of Daniel Pye for the child sex trafficking related to Haiti sets the stage now that they, they have all the evidence laid out, you know, they can, they can move up the food chain. And same with this Uranium One conviction. I don't, you know, all these people, these investigations had been done and into the child sex trafficking issue tying the Clinton Foundation and Haiti together um, have been investigated widely and thoroughly. And so it was just they were obstructed from prosecution. And I think that's what we're starting to see them um those those convictions are happening. Something right, right. I think supposed to happen today, but I'm not sure what. Well, you know, to me, now, you know, I'm always watching for distractions, always. So any of this stuff, you know, in the last year, I mean, they won't, they won't, the mainstream media will not talk about that spy ring in Congress that has our whole government compromised, you know, right. refuse to talk about it. So all this time, you know, the distractions, the mainstream media, I just figured they put them up so they don't have to talk about this spying and stuff. But this latest one, this setting up this saying he said Haiti's a shithole and stuff, I mean, it's it's just like a play because it's desperation. You know that him saying that, that the Clintons, if they'd come out and say anything about that, about Haiti, that the attack would come on them. And this seems so played out like it was set up to happen. Yeah, no, and, exactly. and if it wasn't, why in the hell did the Clintons even respond to this, to open up this door? I mean, this is so and bizarre to me. And that's the same day that these that, yes. that conviction came down, as well as the indictment. That was on Friday. So oh, really? Yes, it was okay. a distraction from that. Yeah. 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 So Timothy, yeah. W- so Pam Bondi is the connection in Florida. Is that right? Who? Yeah. Uh, I have been targeted by, like I said, the state of Indiana and the state of Florida since 2009. And um, the people, or the, uh, the the operatives, basically, that were targeting me, literally one of them, his name is uh, William Stobbs, he goes by the name of Cobra. 
uh, he's a bounty hunter, whatever bondsman down there in Florida. He was actually he actually told me he called me right before he was going to go attend a meeting with Pam Bondi. He's an informant for her. Well, he, he's involved with every crime you can think of from kidnapping and and all this everything, all the child trafficking, this Cobra stop. Yet he's meeting with Pam Bondi, and you know they put up all this. They put they ran this operation on me. They would put anonymous videos up on the web where they would say that my they were going to take my granddaughter. Um, she wasn't even born yet. She, my daughter was still pregnant what with her. What scumbag. Like, that is just the low... These are people who are, you know, government officials. That's just so freaking revolting. Wow. I'm yeah. so sorry you right. didn't and, and when all this took place, all this was being staged out of Florida, I sent all that information directly to Pam Bondi, certified mail. I've got the receipts. No matter what I did... Uh, Pam Bondi, Governor Rick Scott in Florida, they wouldn't make a single move. And I have Oh, dead so Rick life. Scott is in I this, got, too. I hadn't thought about Jeb Bush. Holy shit, yeah. Wow, right, we all yeah. have to be involved. Selling babies at, in a mass scale out of there, at least since the 90s, um, trafficking wow. kids and children, hundreds of them. It's not like... They were moving them almost like you'd move livestock. And wow. here, I had this information the whole time, and they coordinated with the police department where I live in East Grand Forks, Minnesota. They secretly coordinated because they knew that I had gotten um, uh, paralegal at, at this attorney's law office told me that they had child pornography of Haley Cummings. That's, that was the little missing girl. Right. Yeah. So, this, yeah, so this attorney who's selling babies also had child porn of Haley Cummings. Well, they coordinated with the police here to, um, to raid me. They, they barged in, ran right over the top of me with guns and bulletproof vests, took my, wow. took my computer and hard drive, and then destroyed it. They were trying to destroy the evidence that I had that so the American public could never hear it. And it, it stalled me for a long time because only now, in December of 2017, a judge in Minnesota acknowledged that audio because I found the backups of it. That's the extent. That's the extent. The state of Florida, the state of Indiana, they, in the state of Minnesota, they work together. Yeah, is, that's everything you know, when we've I, heard. When I see this stuff that. at the high have levels you? of our government, it doesn't surprise me. I'm I'm right in the middle of it, just at a much scaled down, you know, version of it. Wow. Have you heard, well, Timothy? I once heard that um, John Benet Ramsey was killed in the making of a snuff film. Do you know anything about all of that? Um. I don't know if if they were making a snuff film, although it wouldn't surprise me if what was being done to her was being filmed. What what I believe happened to John Benet is you you have to look at her body. Um, her hands were tied behind her back. She had duct tape over her mouth. She was there was a garage she was being choked with, and she was being shocked with a stun gun, and she was sexually sexually assaulted with a paintbrush. 
essentially what was happening to John Bonet is he was being, um, they were torturing him. And that's what they do to little kids during um, trauma-based mind control. He was being programmed. Where they create alters into the child's mind. So I don't think John Bonet was supposed to die. I think it was an accident. She was she was supposed to grow up into an adult, where she would have had all these different personalities. One of them would have been a sex kitten, you know, and right. then one of them would have been a this and a that. That's what they were doing, and I think she died accidentally during the session. That makes okay. sense. Now her parents were involved in it, right? Her, her parents were involved in it, but, uh, you know, from what I've seen of Patsy Ramsey, I think Patsy Ramsey was an MK Ultra victim herself. Really? And John Ramsey, I don't know what that creep story is. I know he was connected to Lockheed Martin, and I've got some, in my investigations, I've got some emerging information about that, but I can't talk about it because i got to dig into it. But, um, yeah, it, the parents were involved in it. But there's also there's also a judge that uh, allegedly said on his deathbed that um, uh, that there were that there were several men there that night and they were sexually abusing her and that, like it was a group of men and that makes right. sense to me too because as soon as as soon as they got that alleged ransom note the Ramseys invite all these people to come in the house. They were warned in the ransom note, don't you call anybody or we'll kill your daughter. So what do they do? They invite everybody and their dog to come over to their house, watching everything. You know, right. so I believe that there, it may have been a group thing. It was, I think it might have been a satanic holiday right there near Christmas, and they were doing rit- some type of ritual thing on little John Bonnet. What do these What do these people get out of, now say, they, they wasn't a snuff film with with John Bonet maybe, but these other children when they do these snuff films, what do these elite get out of watching that? Well, for one thing, they they sell them, but then they also trade um, they trade child pornography like other people would trade baseball cards. But the biggest thing that I think that the public doesn't really understand about what these people are doing is all right. I'm a Christian. Okay, now, when when I pray to my God, when I pray to Jesus Christ, I get energy from that. I get very good, positive energy. Something very good happens to me. Well, these Luciferians worship Lucifer, and they have rituals, and they have services, just like Christians do, and they have to pray to their God. But when they pray to their God, they have to do the worst, most horrible thing to get that energy. And, like, when they torture a little kid, and that child is screaming, they call that the song of a screaming child. Now... When, wow. when they do that, that's where they get their they get their energy from. That I have also heard their state of mind of, of these Luciferians is if if they can't torture a child and they can't rape children and they can't commit these atrocities, if too long of a time goes by without them being able to do that, they begin to feel like 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 they don't exist. Like they, they're like a person who's drowning, desperately, desperately trying to come up for air. And then when they're finally able to commit an atrocity, they they feel the life come back into them. 
So it's they're not. It's not just because they're, you know, wantonly cruel or whatever. It's their, it's their life. It's they literally. It's their religion, and they have to do it for their God, or they suffer. Well, this is what Tish and I have talked about. That how do we stop this? I mean, it's not like saying, okay, just lock the pedophiles up and and right. know, throw away the key and everything. It's that this is so big that these people need, like you're describing, they need to do this. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, this, a child sacrifice, I mean, they've been sacrificing children to Moloch since all the way back to the beginning of time. You go in, back into the Bible, it goes all the way back to the days of Babylon, Nimrod of Babylon. This is nothing new. It never right. stopped. They've always been doing it. If they do it underground, you know, you don't, they don't do it out in the open, but this is nothing new. And honestly, I don't think we can completely, ever completely stop it. It's, you know, but I think we're making a dent in it. Oh, I think hey, now we're making a bigger dent than we've ever made in it. And Trish and I aren't stopping. <laughs> we're not. Well, uh, just the awareness of it. I think, you know, there were oh. so many millions of us who just had no idea that no. this was happening at all. And at least now, though we may never completely eradicate it, we'll be aware of it. You know, my, my hope is that we don't forget, again, that it exists. And then my question for you, um, Tim, would be, how far have you gotten in exposing this? Because there's word that General Flynn is aware of Mike Pence and others who are involved in this, and that was one of the reasons he was targeted. And then, you know, my understanding is that Donald Trump knows all about Mike Pence, but agreed to have him as a vice president in order to sort of pass by the establishment and hopefully, by bringing him close, expose more of the whole network. Well, as far as Pence goes, that's actually what I think, um, that he did that, that, that he brought Pence on, you know, so he could get himself into the White House. And I think Trump, uh, President Trump's going to get rid of Pence. As far as, as far as my progress, um, uh, I know that, you know, it just really in the, la- really in the last few months, um, my videos and my message and the evidence that I'm presenting to the public really has exploded. Um, much to my gratitude to the radio programs who have covered it, you know, Sarah Westall, the Curse, Libertas, a right to know with Terry Bial. I mean, they're the ones that stepped up and actually had the guts to say the name Timothy Homestead. Um And so... Well, now you sent a letter to um, Attorney General Jeff Sessions, too, didn't you, with your evidence recently? Yeah, um, and the reason I did that is because I won that court hearing in Minnesota. I actually got a court order from a Minnesota judge who acknowledged that I had that evidence of the of them selling babies. I had that the whole time while I was attacked by the shadow government in all these different court hearings. And like I told you about the police barging in and taking my computer, that was all a shadow government operation run by police at the East Grand Forks Police Department and the Minnesota Pine to Prairie Gang and Drug Task Force. Uh, Rodney Hycheck, 
totally corrupt, Luciferian, Michael Hedlund, Iso Shraga, the commander of the task force. Those are the Minnesota guys deeply involved in it. Ronald Galstead, uh, the attorney of the East Grand Forks, they were all involved in this. Polk County attorney Greg Wista, in, in my opinion, in my opinion, Polk County, Minnesota should be crawling with federal agents. Right, and, that, and that's and, the and thing. Another, I mean, when there's so many people involved like this, they all know this is going on, and they let it and enable it. Oh, they're part of it. Oh, absolutely, they're part of it. They're more part of it. They're more than anybody knows. And I'll tell you, in my experience of doing this for so many years, and I worked in the media for long before this started. I mean, I was I was already in the media, and. If there's anything, local police departments, sheriff's offices, the FBI, you know, it doesn't matter, local, state, or federal. If there's one thing that, that they are good at, it's public relations and using the media to fake out the public. Right. You can have a little town like East Grand Forks, Minnesota, or Grand Forks, North Dakota, and they can, they will use the local media, and everybody will say, "Oh, we got a great police department," and people don't even have any idea what's being hidden from them. All right. They're experts at it. Well, that's the thing, you know, our militarized police and that we have in this country—it's it, just awful all the way around. And this bit. You know that they won't—they won't help us take down these pedophile networks. You know, and that just tells me they must be involved in it themselves. I mean, how well, can you are. be a decent are, human being and be a police? Right. They got to be cleaned out. They yeah, clean and same these, with the media. These members, members of these secret societies, out of our law enforcement, social services, court. Well, right. It is to the point that that I don't know who to trust anymore. I'm not kidding you. Yeah, no, I mean, you can have your children taken from you on a whim and and then, like, sold into these trafficking networks. I mean, for no reason. They are right. able to kidnap children with impunity and then adopt them out against right. the parents' will. It, it's incredible what's going on. Right. And. And that that goes directly to what I was saying. They was, the first thing they did was they targeted my child. I mean, I've got several children, but I had a small son, and they they went right after him. I got they tangled me up in social services, and, and every single time I was completely cleared of anything I was accused of, like one hundred percent, like. Actually, to the credit of the of CPS in Grand Forks, North Dakota, much to their credit, I was completely cleared. Like down the checklist, it was straight down the checklist. It was no, 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 like nothing was happening. And they actually gave me an affidavit that said no services required or recommended, no risk factors for abuse. Um, so to, the, to, to their credit, they did do that, but they come after your the, the children. If they're obsessed with children, obsessed with taking your children, and they're obsessed with integrating sex with children, um, kids that I've had to deal with, they they pretend to care about children, but you can tell they don't. They're just obsessed with talking about child molestation and. They and projection is their main thing. They accuse their targets of what they do. Exactly. That's exactly right. 
It's exactly. the whole Stalin and that's, thing. That's what they're doing to Donald Trump. Yeah. Not to go into it again, but I mean, you know, all, you know, oh, Donald Trump this, Donald Trump, all the things they're accusing him of, of the sex stuff, hogwash. Right. Yeah. Right. They're doing. They're doing, and that's exactly what they do. You know, but you know, they've done this bit with Donald Trump. You know, cried wolf for this whole year, dragged out, and spent our tax dollars on this fake investigation of that phony dossier and everything. And the thing is, now if they ever came up with something now, nobody believe it. They have cried yeah. wolf so many times that I don't care what they come up with now. I don't, I don't even read the article, look at the video. I just go on. It's like now what? You know, they come out with something. I mean, what was the latest? I supposedly it was with some uh, porn stars or something like this. And it's oh, like, yeah, that's just, the dumbest. Uh, that's so stupid. I know it, and it's like, I, I, don't, I don't even believe it, but even if, if somebody would, they've cried wolf so many times, it's like, oh, and all this time, this is now what you come up with? Yeah, right. The corporate, the corporate fake mainstream media is totally on its way out, and it's yeah. being, and it's, and it's on its way out because of really because of, uh, because of programs like what you got right here. Focus on the facts. It's going to be, it's going to be programs like this that are moving them out. I'll bet you that anybody out there who's, you know, thinking at all would much rather listen to you and interviews you're doing than listen to CNN. Oh, absolutely. And then Trish does that news every day. She does this newscast, this daily newscast, and it is absolutely fantastic. Oh, thank you, Evelyn. Yes, noon uh, on Facebook we do. But, Kim, do you know, like, what I remember reading in the Podesta emails about Mary Podesta at one point was talking about how the hat didn't arrive, and I'm thinking she was talking about a plane load of Haitian kids because there were other emails that, like, Tony and someone else were talking about, you know, being on the plane with the kids, and um, I, I get the sense from what you were saying, like, literally plane loads of these kids and that Haiti was just the, the a real hot spot uh, for all of this. Is that your understanding, or do you have any details around that? Um. Well, first of all, yeah, you're right about that. Um, one thing they do is they move in on these um, disaster zones because disaster zones in, in poor areas... You know, obviously, it's going to be covered with just children. You know, everybody's running around yes. looking for their mommy, stuff like that. Yes. They and create they, the disasters. That's they right. They farm them right out of there. They don't right. have any protection. So, right. so they'll, they'll put all those kids on the airplanes. And I've got, um, you know, and as far as my interviews, like my interviews with Wayne Kruger, where she was describing these net, those networks. And she had all the inside information, how they sold them, what she gave me the price list, she gave me the names of the agents. Everything. Oh my God! Okay. Way in. How much are they selling them, them kids for? How much are they paying for them kids? Oh, let's see. I I actually um, on I actually gave the price list. I went over it in detail on Sarah Westall's program, mm-hmm. and. I can't remember what it was right offhand, and the price list that Wayne gave me was the detailed price list, but that was for a child in, uh, what was the year, 2001 or something. 
Oh. I'm not sure what it would translate to now. Um, wow. It's on my Sarah Westfall oh, interview. Wow. Jesus. So, and, then, and then besides the trafficking, the sex trafficking, then they're, they're into the organ harvesting now. So they right. steal them kids and take their organs. Yeah. They, um, they harvest them for their organs. They, uh, they'll harvest them for their blood. They drink their blood. Um, and they also, I think they also do IVs, like they switch out their own blood with, with uh, you know, the blood of children. Right. Age things. Um, tell us how, how high they get when they drink that blood. Tell us how high they get when they drink that blood. Pardon me? Tell us how high they get when they drink that blood. Well, my understanding of what they do is they torture the they torture and terrorize the child, so the the child just goes crazy from fear, you know. Because when the human when a human is scared, their body emits these chemicals. Um, so they're basically the little child's blood fills up with chemicals, and as soon as their their blood is full of that, they split their throat and. I think they basically, they, I think they essentially bottle the blood, and then they drink it. They call it red wine, but it's actually blood. And when they drink that, they get high from it. Right. And, you know, a lot of people have a hard time believing those types of things, but those truths are coming out now. For instance, um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with, like, Keanu Reeves. Uh, yes. The actor. From yes. The- Yes. I mean, he's flat out come out, and he said that he was in some actor's house in Hollywood, and he opened up the fridge, and there was a dead baby in the fridge. Like, they keep dead babies in their fridge like you and I keep bologna. Oh. They eat them. Because they eat them. Yeah. yeah. They, they eat, them. They eat yeah. babies. Yeah. You know, remember, Trish, I was telling you, Fiona was talking. Fiona Barnett from Australia was talking that. She's a former MK Ultra victim. And she described that, and she said, yeah, they, they, that, that one dude, they did an abortion on this woman, and they took that baby out, and they drained that blood, and they put it in a cup, and they, and they drank it, and they cut up the baby and put it all around this gold tray, and then they passed that around, and they eat that, ah, eat that yeah. baby. After they just right. took it out of the mother. They terrorized the mother. She wasn't even sedated or anything. So they terrorized her, so they must have had all the chemicals from her brain and the baby and everything else in, in that baby. And then they displaced her down from the throat all the way down to the pelvis and took that baby out and then took the blood and then chopped it up and ate it. This yep, is how demented. And, this and is and what we're dealing with, religion. people. Oh. They're worshiping their God when they do that. They're, the Lucifer is their God, and they're, they're, that's what they're directed by him to do. Well, you know, I was talking uh, with this guy, Albert, that I do the new show with, and one of the things, you know, for people, like you said, Tim, it's really, really hard for people to believe that this is actually going on. And if you even just ask yourself the question of, you know, these are people that go to Bohemian Grove for two weeks every year to, okay, if you say they're not doing actual sacrifices, they're just play-acting, like, who do you know that would play-act for two solid weeks every year at this stuff? Right. And right. Fiona Barnett was Fiona Barnett was flown there to Bohemian Grove, so, I mean, she told us all about it. She said it just is one two-week pedophile party. And she was only, um, like, six or seven at that time, and who they put her in a cabin with was Reverend uh, Billy Graham. 
to rape her out there. And they dress, they fix the cabin up, like she said. It, I don't know, like some like some cartoon or something. But for her, it was she was sent in as Candy Girl, and and he served her this pink champagne. But she said, you know, the, there was drugs in it and stuff. And for for Reverend Billy Graham, and this is at Bohemian Grove. And the same with Disneyland. She said that at night that that they closed Disneyland down and they had pedophile parties there. And she they flew her there, and at that place it was Ted Turner that raped her at. Disney World at Disneyland. So this is this goes on right yeah. under our noses. You know, you know, Trish asked the question. You know, like who do you know that would go do that? And it, that's exactly right. And, and then what that made me think of was just the other night, uh, just the other day, it was just a few days ago. I received a telephone call, and this is on YouTube, so you can hear it. I put it up on YouTube. I received a telephone call. And they call me all the time. They've been doing this for years. They use the numbers of Trump Organization, Clinton Global, uh, just all these big numbers. And they use the number of the White House to call me and threaten me. But on this call the other night, I answered the phone, and when I answered it, um, it sounded like a baby was being, they were chanting, it sounded like a ritual. They were chanting, and then it, at the, right at the last second, before they hung up, you could hear a baby cry. And it sounded oh, like they were... Um, uh, uh, murdering a child on the phone with me. Now, you know, it really messed me up. I mean, I took oh, up, I went up to the police. There's a police report in East Grand Forks, Minnesota about that. But, wow. and, but the thing is, is like, you know, whether it was live or Memorax, you know, whether it was real and they were doing it or they just played a recording on the other end, the real question is, who would do that? Who would yeah, call exactly. a journalist on the telephone and, and even play the recording of a baby being sacrificed? The, the, the greatest irony of all, I think, too, is these are people our taxes are paying to do this. When they're supposed to, you know, we've entrusted them to look out for our best interests, and they're terrorizing us. Yes. It, it's just, it, it's so twisted, the whole thing. I And it isn't going to be until the billionaires at the top are go to jail. That's right. the stop. And the Pope. Of time. And the Vatican has to be taken down. Yeah, I don't know how that happens, but, you know, you start putting people in prison and... You know, a, a lot of a lot of folks have decided it's not such a great idea anymore, at least for the time being. And I, you know, the idea, the, especially for the people that we're talking about, even you know, somebody like Mike Pence, if that in fact is all true, which it's, I, we have every reason to believe what you're saying, you're talking about career criminals. These are not guys that were selling singles on a street corner to make a little extra money. These are career, violent criminals. Right. And this Satanism is so deep. I mean, I think back to my childhood, and I think back to um, and try to think of who could be involved in this. You know, it is so much more widespread than anybody would ever believe. And when I was a child... Um, I was molested several times, and a couple of times it was by friends of my parents who I, I used to think when, when people were drunk or something and they'd do something. <coughs> Excuse me. 
do something like that. You're, they're drunk and they're out of it, and they don't even remember they do something like that. But a couple of these, and of course I wouldn't mention names. I mean, they're, they're dead, but they weren't drunk at all when they did this to me when I'm only like 10 years old and stuff. And it's like I got thinking, and, and the marshal of our town um, got – I I think he may have been involved in this. This marshal at the time, I was friends with his daughter, and he came in our room when I was sleeping over at her house one night and tried to get her to come upstairs when I was there. And oh wow! It was so. So now I think back on this, you know, and it's it freaks yeah. me out that I wonder how many of these people are involved in this. Mm. Well, hopefully we're yeah. on our way to putting a big dent in that because <laughs> I, I you know again it's one of those things you know you, you've been through so much but yet you persist and I am deeply grateful for that because it's like you know otherwise how are we going to end it unless you know we support each other in trying to expose it it's just it's, it's the enormity of it is pretty staggering and um, it, it's just so sick it's hard to even look at it, much you know, why in order to fight it. But oh, exactly. You know, and somebody really like Tim, thank you for persisting. Oh, me too. And you stay in here. I mean, what uh, they've done other things, haven't they? Harmed your car and different things like that too. I mean, besides these yeah, going to agencies. Yeah, it's been an ongoing. Um, they somebody got under my car. I think the original plan is they were going to cut my brake line. They couldn't find it, so they slashed the tire. Um, one time I went down to my car and the light was dangling out, and I realized that what they were going to do is they were going to plant drugs in the car and then put and then put the light back in, and they would have had some some cop somewhere get me, and it would have looked totally real, and I'd be in prison right now. They ran me off the road once when I was working. They actually what they were trying to do was cause a collision with me, and I and I dodged them at the last second. I literally had to drive my car up onto kind of onto a snowbank to miss them. It was two cars working together. And I know what they would have done there, too. They would have made a bunch of false accusations. I would have been arrested, put in jail, charged with a felony. So they, 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 I've been targeted for years. But, um, and, you know, I've, like I said, I'm a Christian, and I have absolutely no doubt that it's um, by the grace of God is protecting me. And they're not going to be able to do anything to me unless God says they can. And that and 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 I believe that at this point, um, I think they're afraid of me, and but they're not afraid of me. They're afraid of my God, and I, I'm absolutely positive of that. So that um, they they know who I serve, and my God is bigger than their God. Right. They had, they, yeah, and they, they, they had a detailed plan to try to put so, me in prison. I mean, my own lawyer who happened numbers. to be involved in it. He actually told me that they want they want you in St. Cloud State Prison. And I wasn't even a criminal. It's just what right. I had on my hard drive. I had all that CIA stuff on my hard drive. Wow. Right. Did you hear back from Jeff? We're going to get the, the, the song here pretty soon. It'll be time to quit. But I, I want to thank you so much, too, Tim, and, and your bravery and, and, and Trish, too. I mean, you guys both know that I told you I don't come out of my house. So they can't murder me, but you guys are out there and, and around where they can get at you. And, and I, I pray for both of you every day to, to stay safe, 
So did you hear well, back from the professionals? It's my pleasure, Jerry, it's my pleasure to be on your show. And what you're doing, Evelyn, is, is absolutely wonderful. I mean, I talked to you earlier and, and you know, giving up some of the things that you told me about just to do this. Uh, your, your, your rewards will be in heaven. Well, we will end this pedophile network, and you're on our team now, Tim. So thank you both so much. Thank you, Evelyn. Okay, we'll see you next week, people. Um, have a good week. Goodbye.